Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of Burn, Nick, and with me today... Why don't you say always anymore? I'm pretty much always. Because you're not always. Mostly. No. There's been the time that you weren't with me when I did it by myself. There was a yeah, time that you weren't with me. Yeah, and stubborn. And I did it with Dave Groflo. There was a time you weren't with me and I did I was it working with, that day. with uh, Nick Gervais. There was a time you was weren't with me day. and I did it with Mr. Jonathan. There I was, was working that day. At least two times that you weren't with me and I did it with Pinky. I was working those days. Um, you say that. You say that. But sometimes you weren't. I'm working today, but I still fit you in. You're working at four o'clock in the afternoon. I'm covering and so a am county I. board meeting so like, and a swim meet. Well, I'm like covering a shift. So what, you what, know? what have you covered for your paper lately? I actually wrote the city council article in this week's paper. You wrote something? Yeah. Look at you. I mean, you know, go big man. Somebody had to do it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> hey, the stories ain't gonna write themselves. Couldn't be my reporter. Um. Anyway, so hey, Nick, today- you know where we're at today. Uh, we're coming to you from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios on the back of uh, Jeff's ex-wife's house. Darn right. And I'm hoping that we can get this in before the kids uh, hit the pool because uh, <laughs> there is some activity over at the pool. Man, and that triggers people. It does trigger people like, when yeah, the pool. Do. I mean, if my I, neighbors want to get their pool, they can get their pool. I mean, I get it, but like you know, I mean, it's literally their pool. It is their pool. Yeah. I mean, you could get a privacy fence put up. You'd still hear. It'd be a little muffled. You think? Slightly. It's not sound deadening. It's Slightly. just privacy. I just, you know, anyway. whatever. I would think they would want it for no other reason than to keep their eyes off of you. Because I usually sit here in my boxers. Well, when I, well, I'll admit, when I got here, there was a pair of shorts in that chair over there, and I got really disturbed thinking that you were walking around without pants on. I was, and then I put these gym shorts on. Yeah. It's like the other day when you were over at my place. I forgot this in the in the in the grand story of how you took a dump at my place. <laughs> I forgot that you came walking out into the living room huffing and puffing as if you just ran a marathon. It took a lot wearing out of me. your boxer shorts. It took a lot. I stripped down when I poo. And you like put your pants on I'm not gonna lie. out in my living room, not in the bathroom. I started doing that after watching Seinfeld when George Costanza was doing it. It's very liberating. Oh my god. Anyway, so today we uh, we're gonna be smoking another couple selections from and this the, is in, uh, in honor of something the CRA um, pack. Go CRA! So today we're gonna be smoking the Padron Black. I'm gonna be smoking the Padron Black, and Jeff is gonna be smoking a selection from Arturo Fuente. It's the uh, Opus X, the 2019 Toast Across America. Yep. Uh, I'm cigar? looking forward. What? I'm looking forward. Oh, I thought you were saying you were looking for a word, and I was going to be like, for word. What? I mean, like, uh, no way. For uh, I'm word. like, I don't know uh, what word you're looking Can for. Can I cut it yet? No, because the official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder at Riverman Cigar Company. Dan the Man. Of Crestwood, Missouri. And, you know, I want you to take the ad. Okay. Please take the ad. Guys, I feel like I have a bit of a conflict of interest now. <laughs> you're, you're helping out a shift a week. 
You, you haven't taken an ownership stake that I know I have of. not. Yeah. No, no. No, guys, I seriously. I chewed to hell by whatever. I had, I had a You've got mosquito fly past me, too. buy out here really bad or something. So. I didn't count on that. At Dan over at Riverman. Freaking noon. So many cigars. I, You and I were talking about something last night. And we don't want to go into detail here. No. A little project we want to work on to help, help Dan. A little surprise for him. I, th- I thought you didn't want to mention Well, this. we're not going to tell him what it is. No, so ask. you're just going to tell like the world that we're doing something. Yeah, we have an idea, and if it comes to fruition, I think it'll be really good, and if it doesn't, then, you know, nobody knows what it is, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. That gives us every out possible. But, <laughs> okay. but that being said, um, guys, you... You want to get a hold of Dan. If you're in St. Louis, why would you go anywhere else? If you're not in St. Louis, mail order. Mail order. The guy can take care of you. Um, if you call in, you know, leave a name and number. You know, let them be able to get back a hold of you if you call yes. in and need something. So, you know, not not everybody that's working all the shifts may be up to speed on the mail order stuff and whatnot. I'm not pointing at Nick because it wasn't Nick, but you may run into things like that. Okay. All right. So leave a name and number <laughs> and let them get back a hold of you so they can check stock, check inventory. Yeah, you know, it's a small shop, guys. Dan's, Work with them. Dan's getting in a lot of good stuff. Amen. We, we just got in the uh, the new Ferio Tego, the exclusive Ferio Tegos, oh. where the box actually doubles as a humidor. It's Does got it a, really. Swear to God, it's cedar lined inside. It's got a little space to put like a Bovita pack or yep. like a, a moisture pack in there. That's and awesome. And it actually doubles as a 10 count humidor. That's very cool. Yeah, it's a really cool. I mean, you know, look, it's you're paying a little bit of a premium for this box of cigars, but they're Ferio Tego. But they're Ferio Tego. You're, you know, they're good cigars. Um, When's but, Michael Herklotz coming back on? Soon, hopefully. Michael, I don't know, Michael. When Michael? are you coming back on, Michael? We're looking your way, Michael. We're looking your way. Anyway, so um, guys, make sure you don't, give. Don't make me stalk you at uh, PCA or TPA. Yeah, uh, whatever. Where were we? TWA God <laughs> Transworld <laughs> Airline Don't make me get on Transworld Airline And look for you Michael Herklotz I, That's going to be difficult I uh, stalked him last year at TPE, TPE. Yes yeah. Yes <laughs> To the point of embarrassment But I didn't care Because we got an interview yeah, It's true yeah. but And we wouldn't um, have if I hadn't Because he was bailed because of the hurricane Anyway yeah, um, It's a whole thing <sighs> Or blizzard Whatever they had Dan the man Dan the Man Ponder, Riverman Cigar <laughs> Company, Crestwood, Missouri. He does mail order. Give him a call. He's got great cigars. And with that, it's you, time. You made a comment yesterday to me about how many facings he has. Like seven, I, had, I had no idea. Like 700. That's insane. He's got a ton of cigars. Yeah, that's like, insane. When you actually stop and think about it, you know, um, to once again bring up the Cigar Authority, you know, in, uh, I think it was the after God, you're show. you're just obsessed. No, you get a lot of information. You're a fanboy. So in the in the, in the after show this week, um, Dave talked about how the average cigar store has about 300 facings. Okay. Dave has, I think, like 1,100. Yeah. Dan's got 700. Wow. So like, you know. You know what it is? Way better than average. You know what it is? I'm going to just say it. Yeah. I am guilty of this. And if I'm guilty of it, other people are too. I go into the humidor and hit that, and I don't work those stand-up cases. I do not work those cabinets. Yep, he's got a ton of cabinets out there outside the walk-in. And there's so many cigars in those. And I'm I'm guilty of that. There's enough for an entire whole different shop just in the stand-up cabinets. Yeah. Not even within the And I'm bad about not checking those like I should. Yeah, you really need to check those. And if I'm missing out, 
you might be missing out too. Exactly. So anyway, Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri. And with that, it's time that we go ahead and finally cut the cigar. You like that? What are you doing over there? <laughs> so okay. I like that sound. I'm looking forward why. to this. I had this guy out of the last CRA pack that we had. And so uh, why did you pick these? Well, I'm gonna get into that, Jeffrey, but Oh, I was going to cut the cigar and get it going here. I don't know if you could have put the ashtray any further away from me. Or another one. Yeah, that's even further away than this <laughs> one. I'm going to take a drink from my nice cool beverage from Sonic. You know, if you order in the app, you get half-price drinks and slushies anytime at Sonic. See, that wouldn't be as moronic if you were getting paid. <laughs> you just did it for free. <sighs> anyway. Anyway. All right. It's a cold draw time. Okay. I, in all fairness, did just there, enjoy. Is, that, that is, is that more to your that liking? Is, that is very much to my liking. So, God. in all fairness, I did just enjoy a nice double Sonic burger with cheese, ketchup, and pickle. So, um, I am a little I had spaghetti and then, concerned then about uh, the some fresh there. apricots for dessert. Okay. Mm. Oh, dude. It's just the richest dark chocolate. Really? On the Padron Black. It immediately hits. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm getting on this? Hmm. And people are going to say, oh, I'm insane. Cinnamon. I don't know. I'm, I'm getting not, cinnamon. I'm not smoking it, so I can't say. But, dude, it is the richest dark chocolate on this Padron Black. I'm getting cinnamon on the Cold Draw and the Cold Retro Hail. I swear. That's awesome. If this cigar were available, like, regularly, this would be, like, It'd be I, one of your top I'd, five. I'd find a way to make it one of my go-tos. Like, okay, you know, turning tricks on the corner to make enough money to make it one of my go-tos. It's almost like the Dentine Gun it's so Gum good. Cinnamon. I like it. Well, there you go. I think these are perfect cigars for the two of us. I agree. Yeah. And it's the first cigar of the day for both of us, I'm, I'm assuming. Hence, it is, it is the first me. cigar of the day for me, yep. and that's the reason that I had the double cheeseburger from Sonic, because I figured if I'm going to be lighting up a Padron Black, I probably yep. ought to have something a little significant on the tummy tummy. True that. So, let's do this. Get this guy lit up here. Mine's mine's sort of a box press. What do they call this? Soft press. No, no, it's a box press on top, but round. Don't look at me. I don't know what that's called. That's very cool. Uh-huh. Very fanciful. Lighting up the scars here. <laughs> the people listening on the podcast are like, why aren't they talking? I know. I was kind of wondering that myself. Why weren't you talking? Because I was lighting up my cigar. See, that's the beauty when there's two of us is one of us can be talking while the other's not. But I'm concentrating. And we'll see. And so was I. Because this is not a one. This is not one I want to screw up the light on. Yeah, darn you right. Mm. That's okay. a good damn smoke right there. Now the reason, the reason that you and I are smoking a Padron and a Fuente, maybe a little celebratory. Well, we'll get into that first. Okay. But first, let's explain the wait, reason. Wait, we'll get into that first, but first? Well, can there be two well, Okay, we'll get into that in a minute. We're going to do this first. So Sorry. that would be so that would be secondary. Yes. So, okay. This so, would be first. Jeff. So, okay. So, first, before we get into the celebratory <laughs> reason of this episode, we're going to talk about a new product 
that is coming to everybody at PCA. And it involves these two brands. So Arturo Fuente and Padron have announced their Legends collaboration. And it's going to be debuting at PCA this weekend. Very cool. So, after a long delay, the collaboration between Arturo Fuente and Padron is is premiering Sunday at the PCA convention and trade show. Um, What it is, is it's going to be a project where... Each company has blended a 7x50 Churchill cigar that will be packaged in a single 40-count box. Blend details, pricing, release dates, and production numbers remain <laughs> unknown, though the name of the project appears to have emerged and be um, called Legends. Okay. So, what it basically is, is Padron is making a cigar uh, for Fuente, and Fuente is making a cigar for Padron. Okay. I'm assuming they're probably going to use um, each other's tobacco in Hence order the to collaboration. do that. Hence the collaboration. Um, so what's going to happen is inside the box, there's going to be two trays. One with 20 cigars made by Fuente. The other is 20 cigars made by Padron. And um, yeah, it's uh, apparently was announced initially back in October of 2020. Uh, and it was, spe- you know, going to be released at the 2021 trade show, but, uh, it, that didn't happen. And so, you know, there we go. And then apparently a portion of the sales of the cigars will be donated to the Cigar Family Charitable Foundation and the Padron Family Foundation. Very cool. Yeah. Now so. I want to point out in honor of PCA, which we're not at, I'm using my Las Vegas mug. You, oh yeah. You, you are. And then, um, and actually, that cigar right there that you're enjoying, the Toast Across America Opus X. Yes. Unless I'm wrong, and I don't think I am. You're pretty dead on about cigars. I'll every give you that. every year, Padron or not Padron Fuente and J.C. Newman do a Toast Across America pack. Okay. And it's it's two cigars, typically the Opus. And then a really high-end J.C. Newman cigar. Okay. And you buy those. And the money from those packs goes to the um, the charity uh, that the two companies have done to help uh, build schools and do stuff uh, for the kiddies. Very down cool. In, uh, I think it's Dominican. I think I'm it's not Dominican. Sure. I was yeah. thinking it was Honduras, but I could be wrong. I don't think it's Honduras. Maybe. I, I don't well, I don't know. They they do charitable works mm-hmm. for the kids, and which is awesome. And dude, and they've done really good works. Like they started off building a grade school, and the kids were so thrilled with that grade school. But then the problem was, as the kids were getting done with grade school and getting ready to transition to yep. high school, they were kind of like sad because they you know were going to be going from this really good school to you know their normal yeah high school. And so what happened was uh, the Newmans and um, the Fuentes uh, said, we need a high school. So they built a high school. And so now these kids have a really great grade school and a really great high school to go to. And it's 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 a really awesome story. You guys really ought to look into the charitable works that those two companies do because they do a lot of really good work for. We've been mentioning a kids. lot of charitable work just, just in the beginning of the show here. We have. We have. We have. It's very cool. Indeed. So I was looking... I was trying to see if I could find 
out where that was, and yeah, we'll have to circle back on that at some point because I All can't right. find it. So, um, I found a whole bunch about their investment in Ebor City and whatnot with Newman, but yeah, we'll circle back yeah, on that's that. That's not what we're looking for. Yep. But, but, so that explains why we're smoking these two specific cigars. Yes. It ties into the PCA show, ties into a really big product that's being released at the PCA show. But, but secondly, first is we wanted to celebrate because you and I put out an episode on July 5th. We did. But had we known what was going to happen on July 5th, might have waited. We might have waited. Might have waited. Because on July. Might have held the presses as it were. On July 5th, the court ruled that the FDA acted improperly. Yep. By regulating premium cigars. Which we all knew that to be the case. I wasn't sure the court was going to see it our way. So the, F- they did. the FDA has ruled that uh, the regulation of premium cigars is arbitrary and capricious. Not the FDA. The court has ruled. Well, yeah. The, okay. You said the FDA ruled. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. The court has ruled the FDA's regulation of yeah. cigars is arbitrary and capricious. Yep. Um, the long and capricious. short of it. Capricious. I like that word. Yeah. The long yeah. and short of it is this is a huge win. and It ain't um, over. It's not over. But it's definitely creeping closer to it because um, the long and short of it is right now everything is kind of at a standstill. Yeah. But uh, the FDA has pretty much lost their ass in court. Yeah. And um, they're getting ready, both sides, the the cigar industry and um, the FDA. They're getting ready to have a meeting with the judge here relatively can, shortly. Can I ask a um, question that I've yeah. asked before? Yeah. Why does the FDA have anything to do with cigars? We have a Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. It's because they've deemed nicotine a drug, and because they've deemed nicotine a, a, a drug, it falls under FDA. So it's no longer under ATF? Or do we just have two agencies coming at us? I think we have government redundancy, mm-hmm. which is, you know, no yeah, surprise. Imagine that. Yeah, exactly. But the long and short of it is, uh, you know, they the, the FDA was wrong, and they basically had no evidence to say that they should come after premium cigars. They just cigars. did it. They just did it. Yeah. And, and uh, the judge has cited... With uh, the cigar industry on all of that, and I mean, it's a huge deal. So, so here, let let us gingerly touch our tips in celebration. Gingerly, as you're. Why are you smoking that so fast? I'm just smoking it like I smoke. I mean, that right there <laughs> is a hell of a cigar. Now, in all fairness, and I'm, I'm loving. I'm it. smoking slow enough that I'm having to relight. Um, yeah, so what? Well, I'm talking. So I don't even know. There's a happy medium between us, you dick. But anyway. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. But the point is, it's, <sighs> a, it's a big win for the cigar industry. Yes. It's not completely over yet, but the best case scenario is that um, when they meet again here soon, because here's the thing. This is this case has been before this judge for six years. Yeah. Judges don't like dealing with no. 
cases for that long. No, they do not. So, you know, when this comes before the judge again here shortly, um, there's a very real possibility that the judge just completely vacates the rule. Yep. And if they if he j- vacates the rule, then at that point, all the FDA stuff regarding premium cigars is off the table. Yep. Now, Congress could direct the FDA again through law to come after premium yeah. cigars, but you'd need Congress in order to do that. And uh, well, and that's the thing I'm not about entirely Congress. sure Congress is going to be willing no. to do that. That's the thing about Congress is. There are pro-cigar Democrats as well as Republicans. Exactly. And I think you're going to have a very hard time getting a consensus against premium cigars based on that. Because, mm-hmm. you know, there are Democrats in southern states that have an interest <laughs> in keeping things good with premium cigars. Sorry, retro hail. Not to mention, I had one Powerful. earlier when you were doing Dan's ad. And Powerful. I was like, man, yeah, it, this one rocked me on this. How were you doing one during Dan's ad? Oh, you not, the, even not, lit the ad up yet. not the ad. I'm sorry. I'm when, like, you, when you were your cold retro kicking your ass. No, there? well it does. <laughs> no, when you were. I'm sorry. When you were reading. Okay. Um. So yeah, I let me just, do another one. You should. I'm telling you what, guys. This Padron Black is available in the CRA pack every okay, year. Okay, now that one wasn't as harsh as the first. Um, one. Let me try another one. It's available in the CRA pack every year. And it's just, it, it's such an amazing cigar. Let me say it's something. It's worth the CRA pack just by itself. Let me say something. If you guys have not joined CRA, join CRA. Because mm-hmm. you you have them, and, and I'm sure lots of there other people other groups, think. There are other groups, but CRA did a lot of work yeah. in this uh, court battle. And the thing is, yeah, you know what? What's a membership? We, I don't know. And it's not much. You have a phone. Yeah, I do. You do too. It's not Mine much. is being used for like all kinds of shit. It's not much, but it's worth joining. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. I'm joining them. I, I haven't up to this point. I should have already. I'm joining them this week. Well, you know, it's one of those things. People make this equate or the, this, this, you know, comparison. And I think it's fair to do so, which is that, you know, <sighs> The NRA is a powerful organization in Washington, D.C. Yes. Because they have so many members. And when the congressional members and when the senators look at the NRA, they don't want to F with them too terribly much because of the sheer number of voters. Some of their power has waned recently. Well, that's true. Wayne LaPierre in the House and all that's true. There there have been some issues. But, but, by and large, there's still, even if the Congress is going to screw with the NRA, they think twice before they do it. Yes. They you don't, know, you know, as a and, gun, and I think the CRA, we need to like bolster them up as where a, they as at a least gun rights think guy, about it before they do it. I've never joined NRA. I've never been a member of the mm-hmm. NRA. I don't agree with everything the NRA does. Mm-hmm. I get why they do it, you know, because it's that line in the sand, you know, you, you know, I you take an inch, you get, get a mile, it. all that stuff. And let's but, be real. That's true. You know, historically. In government, you know, when you give them an inch, they do take a mile. It may yes. take them 20 years to take that yes. mile, but they're going to take a mile. Yeah. Um, but, so I get it. I'm, I'm with you. I get it. Yeah. You're right. I don't agree with everything. You know, and to be honest, I have my issues with uh, maybe the, some of the cigar stuff as well, because there's some question about whether or not we should be defending flavored tobacco. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
you know. But I occasionally smoke flavored cigars. There's people like Pinky and, you know, Kristen. Yep. That really like the Deadwood series and acids every once in a while and things like that. And if I'll those, smoke a leather rose every if, once in a while. And I if, like them. And if those are in trouble, then, you know, hey, you know, they're just as much a valid product. We may not. I may not smoke it on the regular. You may not smoke it on the regular. Some people may not smoke them at all. But I think they need to be defended. Yeah. You know, because they're, you know, they're just as legitimate as, you know, this Padron and that, that Fuente. The only difference is they have a little flavor to them. Now, you know. Are we going to then quibble and say, well, what about Backwoods? What about White Owl and all that? There's differences. And we're talking. There's differences between, we're talking yeah. premium cigars versus just, you know, standard American made, you know, factory cigars. But yeah. Well, I don't not, know. not every factory cigar is a bad cigar. There are machine assisted cigars. Exactly. We've seen those made. We have. We have. And those are cigars. Those are, those are tobacco. I mean, they're not. Yes. You know, they're not paper wrappers like some of the ones that you get in the gas station. Exactly. So they're tobacco paper, but they're still paper wrappers, let's anyway. be honest. Oh. Anyway, though, Look the point the point, going off. the point is that this this win in the court could not have happened at a better time. It you know, I, I kind of look at it and say it's kind of kind of ironic slash badass that it happened right at Independence Day. Exactly. You know? And and the day before PCA started up. Day before, mm. two days before, something like that. The week of. A couple days before, the week of. I thought um, it started on Tuesday. When did it start? It didn't start Tuesday. Or Wednesday. I thought it, it started on the 6th. No. Oh. I, I think had, it I had starts the 8th. Okay, so three days before. Yeah. I thought it was the 6th. No. I don't know where I got that date People from. are getting out there. Maybe that's it. But like. Maybe that's where I got messed I up. I think it starts the 8th. Um, but again, I'm joining. CRA, I'm saying it right now. I'm going on record. I'm going to sign up today. I should have already been a member. And if you're not, you should too. So join me and sign up with CRA. There you go. So what do cigar you get on the, uh, of America? on the Opus X uh, Toast Across America? There. This is a good cigar. This is way too good of a cigar for me to be smoking. Well, that's probably accurate. Yeah. But, you know. This, yeah. This is the this benefit is, of having friends like Nan. That's true. This is in some <laughs> ways wasted on me because I, I'm not the connoisseur. I just like cigars. Mm-hmm. But this is a good stick and got a lot of good flavor to it. I've done a couple of retro hails now. And it's just, just a nice, tasty cigar. Um, I got cinnamon on the uh, cold retro and the cold draw. And, uh, you know, I've just been enjoying it. This Padron Black, I just love this cigar so much. Um, I smoked this out of the last pack that you and I shared. Oh yeah, and um, I stick put my flag in the ground for it out of this pack again. And uh, now probably next pack, I'll let you have it. Well, th- but that's Just not so a that- cigar I'm going to enjoy. I have a feeling. Oh, I don't know, man. It's, it's pretty strong, right? It it is. Yeah, I don't. I, I would like- rather you get to enjoy the cigar you enjoy. I'll cigar- enjoy <sighs> the cigar I enjoy. But you're just missing out. Well, but you say that, but if I don't, if I'm not, it, it would be lost on me because it's not a, it's not the flavor that I'm looking for in a cigar. So why, why waste a good premium cigar like that on hey, me? Hey, I'm not going to argue with you. I'm it. not going to argue with you at this point. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead now, and the say. The Opus X I might okay. fight you for. I mean. This is a good stick. Now, in all fairness, there were two Fuentes in that uh, pack. There was that, oh. and then there was the Rare Pink. Yep. But uh, I figured today, you know, we'd go with the... Uh, Opus X, baby. Opus X, you know, go go big. 
I've only had a couple Opusexes in my life. I don't usually. I, I'm cheap. And I I know I know exactly where you're going to go yeah, with that. I'm it's, I'm cheap, and but I, I have the way, bought a few. When you when when you get me my Ashton, because I crushed the cereal challenge. Let's be honest. I actually I got my farm rent, so I could buy you your Ashton. Yeah, I, I just got to get over to Dan's and do I it. Crushed the cereal challenge. Maybe I'll get over there this weekend and hook you up. That would be nice. Yeah, that would be nice. I'm not working this weekend for anybody that's like thinking that. That's no, but I can get. A, no, no, no. I can yeah. get over there and get it. I, I, I have to work today. Um, it would either be tomorrow, which is Friday when this comes out, or uh, sometime over the weekend. But I will endeavor to go get you your VSG. Not ESG. an ESG. You want an ESG? Yes. I like the VSG. Though, the right? estate sun-grown. Yes. The vintage sun-grown is also good, but the estate sun-grown. I think I like the vintage better. You and Did I liked you? you and I liked different ones. Oh, I like them both. Having yeah. smoked them both, but that ESG is just like primo, notch above, yeah. man. I don't. Do I have one of those in the humidor? I don't want your rain-soaked, you know, ESG. I want a good one. What you mean by that is aged, cured, and put out in a thunderstorm so it can absorb the rainwater into it. I haven't done that in a while. <laughs> okay, good, because that's filthy. Um, hey, they need moisture. Anyway. All right. Well, Jeff, uh, how about you and I go ahead and jump into our new segment, the United Cigars One oh, Must Go. I can't go. wait to hear the ad. United Cigars yeah. One Must Go. We all need to live united, but one must go. Brought to you by United Cigars, makers of La Giana Havana, Abuelo, Red Anchor, Firecracker, and of course, United Cigars. Distributors of Jose Dominguez, Garofalo, Montoza, and Terra Nova, and the highly acclaimed Atabay, Byron, and Bandolero. Buy United, Smoke United, Live United, United Cigars. I feel like the mosquitoes are going to town on my ankles. You think so? I feel like they're using my ankles as a buffet. Okay, then. Like, it's just constant. It won't stop. You know, every time I hear Jose Dominguez, what I want to do, right? Jose Dominguez. <laughs> anyway. Um, now, Jeff. There, Dave. I'll kiss your ass a little bit, too. Uh, now, Jeff. Okay. <laughs> So the whole point of the United Cigars One Must Go segment yes. is you have a grouping of things. And I got some clarification from Oliver. It doesn't have to be three. It can be four. It can be five. Whatever. Well, I mean, then it's not one. It doesn't have. Well, one must go. One must go. Oh, so it's not two must stay. For example, we could do like three stooges. You know, Mo, Larry, Curly, and Shemp. One must go. You know? But that's more than three of the Stooges. It is, and so you'd have to cut one to make a Three Stooges like lineup. Okay, so or or for example, we could do Curly, Shemp, and Curly Joe. Which one of the th- which one yes, of the extras that makes more sense would go in with you know those? Yeah, yeah. So by the if, way, Curly has to win that. Well, you can't predetermine. Well, I'm cutting either Shemp or Curly Joe. Oh, my God. Okay, are you ready? Because I get to pick this. I was going to say, this is, you told me you had a one must go lined up and prepared. So let's go ahead and uh, please don't let it be sex toys. I just dropped my ash. Gilligan's Island. Party filed your ash. Gilligan's Island. Gilligan's Island. Okay. The skipper. Gilligan or the professor. 
one must go out of those three? Mm-hmm. Gilligan. He, the show's named for him. I don't care. Every time they were going to get off the island, Gilligan fucked up somehow, and they ended up having to cut, and and it was Gilligan's fault, and that's why they didn't get off the island. Okay, I the professor they would be dead without the professor. But, Think about all the things he created out of coconuts. But what you vines. just said is going to make my point. What did the skipper actually do? Beat the hell out of Gilligan. But what I'm saying is, well, he also crashed the boat. The skipper crashed the boat. And what did he ever actually bring to the table? Hmm. Well, okay. He did bring his nautical knowledge, but I will say... How did that help on a fixed island? Well, I mean, when they got off, but... um, That was in the movies. But I will say... Still Gilligan's Island. I would say, though, that Gilligan... Whereas the skipper maybe didn't help, Gilligan hurt. And I would say that Gilligan but now th- has to go. Think about something. In Gilligan's hapless adventures there where you're saying he's hurting, mm-hmm. he's usually the one that actually saved the day through his mishaps. He still didn't get off the island, though. I mean, it, it was there for the comedic effect. But he didn't get off the island, though. Like, he let the, the bird go or whatever, and it scared off the giant spider. Remember that when they were in the cave? All right. That's valid. He didn't mean to do it, but he'd save the day. So you're making a strong argument for the skipper. Okay. Now, the other thing. This I'll, is I'll give you the skipper. This is something I'll else. I'll actually give you the skipper. This is something else to take into account. Oh, God. You know the skipper wasn't getting any, and you know Gilligan wasn't getting any. So the professor was soaking up all the ginger and Marianne love. Good for him. Should we say he should go so the other guys can get a little action? Just because he's gone doesn't mean the other two get action. That well, Im- Thurston's that Im- not getting it. That yes, he is. He's nailing Mrs. Powell. Well, I mean, but, but, he, but you, you get know. you get my point though. You're implying though that just because the professor is gone from the equation, that Gil or that Ginger and Marianne would be throwing themselves vagina first at Skipper and I Gilligan. Think, I think and by I default, don't believe. Just because they're there doesn't mean that they you're have a to have deserted island. You're going to want to climb up on a cock now and then if you're Ginger or Marianne. They got coconuts. What does that even mean? <laughs> they can fashion a dildo out of a coconut. <laughs> but anyway. I mean, banana would make a little more sense. How but, in the okay. world does this always keep coming back to sex toys? Um, you know, but the point is, no, I don't believe that just because the professor's gone that those two are going to start getting action. Now, I would also say you brought this up. I think you did the wrong grouping. No, I did this grouping. I thought very long and hard about I this I think grouping. if one must go, you look at it and say Ginger, Marianne, or Mrs. Powell. Okay. Now, here's Howell, by the way. Here's oh, Howell. the thing. You're right. You're right. Here's, here's the thing about Mrs. Howell. I'm pretty sure that Thurston is a cuckold, and maybe that's where Gilligan and you know the skipper are getting a little. Mm. He's shopping out, you know, Mrs. Howell. Well, and you know what? She's, uh, <laughs> I was going to say something so horribly wretched, and I can't even say it. Like, I was I was right on the line of saying it, and I'm like, you know, I think I'm going to stop myself here. You know, the guys um, at United are just sitting around like a big conference table with just, all the executives slack-jawed. Yeah, just wondering. Just listening to this. Why did we throw money at this? Um, yeah, I think I'm going to stick with, man, you make a really valid point argument for the skipper though yeah you've convinced me 
You've convinced me. This is not a Facebook fight where nobody convinces the other and they just fight yeah. constantly. This is an actual debate, and I will acquiesce and give you the skipper. I there will, we go. I will give you the skipper. The skipper totally must is go. the one that must go. So You could even make right. an argument if he's not there, none of them got stranded. Yeah. This I has been One Must Go by United Cigars. <laughs> the One Must Go segment was brought to you by United Cigars. United We Smoke. You know, that's a high quality debate that I'm sure Oliver Nouveau was expecting when he decided to come up with this concept. <laughs> you know, he's just like, what kind of highbrow debate can those two jackasses come up with <laughs> if I told them that one must go? Well, by God, it's Gilligan's There you Island. go, brother. I like that. That was good. You know what? I'll give you that. That was a good one must go. Thank you. You I didn't like think that. it was when I started, did you? No, you know what? When you first got going with it, I questioned whether or not you had something. And I'm like, no, you know what? There's actually something to that. I'll give you that. There you go. Okay. Hey, blind squirrel finds a nut. Uh, yeah. Every once in a while, I suppose. <laughs> and enjoy a drink from my tasty beverage from Sonic. My coffee this week. Is brought to you by fucking good coffee in the city of Las Vegas. Come out and sin with us. <laughs> what the fuck? Come out and sin with us. There's a lot of sinning going on this weekend at PCA, man. Oh, yeah. You know it. I know it. The American people know oh, it. Oh, my God. Unfortunately, Dan the Man Ponder was unable to go. To uh, PCA, just too I think busy. I said CRA. I don't. I keep getting these damn acronyms. You guys keep getting these a- acronyms. Acronyms. Did he fly on TWA or would he have? I, I, TWA is gone. <laughs> it's dead. Dead as a doornail. It's dead as Mister or Mister and Mrs. Howell at this point. Oh my God! You know they're dead. He didn't even. Well, he was too sick to be in some of the movies. Did you know that? No. He made one appearance. Well, now I feel like a dick. Thank he, you. He made one appearance in the movie, and then they had a guy that played his son kind of take his place. Mm. I know way too much about Gilligan's Island. You do know a lot about Gilligan's <laughs> Island, actually. And they, the ginger was different in the movies than in the show. That I did she know. She wouldn't come back. Yeah, that I did know. She thought the show was all going to be about her, apparently, and it wasn't. And why? It wasn't Ginger's Island. It was Gilligan's Island. Yeah. But yeah, she had she had this thought in her head she was going to be the lead star, and I think was always bitter about that. See, the real question is, how much time was she spending in the trailer with the Harlem Globetrotters? Because <laughs> you know full well that they ran some practice drills with her. I ain't saying she a gold digger. <laughs> no, no, no. You get what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> oh, my. That's were you, the thing. Were, were, you, how, were you team How Ginger? did they have? Oh, team no. Marianne. Marianne. All Marianne day. all day. Yeah. How did they have all these guest stars on this deserted island? Wrong way, Feldman. But you get what I'm you saying. You know, you remember him? No. The pilot. Okay. He'd fly into the island and back out. He'd fly back in again later, but never could find his way back to save him. But would just happen to show up. So why didn't he just load everybody on when he flew out again? I think it was a single seater. Oh my god. But he he he. he would leave and then he he would get amnesia or something and couldn't remember where he'd been kind of thing. Yeah. But how do those people get back off the island? He flew out but then had like <laughs> crashed or something on the way. They always had an excuse for it. 
My favorite was when the the Japanese guy came up in the sub and thought they were still fighting World War II. That was actually a pretty good episode. Was that a very special episode of Gilligan's Island? You don't remember any of this, do you? I really don't know. I have very basic knowledge of Gilligan's Island. (laughs) I've watched some of it, but I haven't, like, in-depth watched it. It's worth a deep dive. You, uh... See, we talked about this earlier today on a phone call. You have this insane ability to remember minute details (laughs) from TV and movies. I have a wealth of useless knowledge. Like, it's, it's like... You can't remember what you did earlier today, not even yesterday, but earlier nope. today. You know, hell, half the time you barely remember to put on pants, but yeah. yet somehow you can recall this minute detail from an episode of Gilligan's Island that you watched 30 years ago. Yeah. I don't understand. I will sometimes, like if I, like, okay, yesterday, just as an example, I had to go to court. I had to go to federal court and cover something, and that was all a fiasco, but I had to go to federal court and cover something. I'm well, glad you clarified and said to cover <clears throat> something and not yes. like because you were going to federal court. No, no, no. I was there as a reporter. This this time. <laughs> this this time. But that case is still pending and coming up later. <laughs> they haven't proven anything yet. <laughs> yeah, the Fed, if the feds come after you, they have what they need. Pretty pretty yeah. pretty locked, yeah. yeah. You're so, not getting arrested or you're not getting charged federally if they don't have what they so, need. I had to I have to wear pants. I'm not going into court wearing shorts and flip-flops, so I you had to wear what? pants and That's shoes. That's very respectful. I'll give you yeah. that. That's well, good. if I was a judge, I'd kick me out for that. I mean, you know. But, so, I'm dri- well, I'm not going to drive in my FJ, because the air's not blowing 100% cold. And I'm not going to drive an hour and a half to go to this federal courthouse wearing pants. So I just drove in my boxers. Dear God. I had the pants laying next to me. They keeps a nice crease that way. And but I had to stop. I had to stop and get gas. So the problem is, I had to stop on the edge of town, so like, you could pump gas in your underwear. No, I had to stop on the edge of town to put the pants on prematurely, mind you, because I was still ten minutes away from court. But I had to put the pants on so that I could pump gas. My fear is always that I'm just going to get busy in a hurry and forget that I'm in my boxers and jump out and pump the gas in them. Because I drive, I drive in my boxers a lot. Um, and shirtless. Yeah, you you know that. I know that. Yeah. Unfortunately, I, I FaceTimed you during that. Yeah. Sometimes you'll drive shirtless with your schmog wrapped around your head like a <laughs> Taliban fighter. I have done that. That goes over real well in Southern Illinois. Oh man! Like I'll drive through Redbud at the four way stop just and like pull yeah, up they're gawkers. Like, hey. Ella Akbar. No. <laughs> no, our troops wear those. Those are those are battle scarves, man. They'll save your life out in the desert. It goes over real well in Southern Illinois. But it does get you some strange looks, I will yeah, say that. Because yeah, I usually wrap it where all you can see is my eyes, like the little slit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's unsettling. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a schmog, man, you don't know. That thing is it'll keep you cool in the summer. It'll keep the sun off of your neck so you don't get burned. And then, you know, it's it's just a really all-around good essential tool. All right, then. So before we get into Broccoli Rob and Isaiah's final third Friday uh, pairing, we have a special what's in Gator's mouth. We're going to do that before? We're going to do that now. That way okay. we're processing and everything before we get into that. So I ran to the gas station last night. And At, well, one in the morning? It was, yeah, like one in the morning. Because he wouldn't stop at White Castle, which was the only thing open. 
No, because I have some level of self-respect. Those those nineteen thirty one burgers and or whatever. Those are I good. ate a turkey and cheese sandwich from a gas station before I would eat you at White a, Castle. What like a Landshire or yeah, whatever? something like yeah. that. Yeah, before I ate at a gas station or uh, White Castle. I'll tell you the two things that I've eaten at Monomart late in the night after I leave your place when we're recording. Yeah, pizza rolls. Okay, or the uh, microwave burrito. Which is always a bad choice. Oh, it's always a bad choice. You could have the green or the red. But, but they had something new. And you guys know me. New candy. Gotta try new candy. You never know. It could be the best candy you've ever had. Or it could not. In this case, we're going to be trying the Blueberry Muffin Kit Kats. I actually saw those the other day at Casey's, too. Blueberry Muffin Kit Kats. Yep. Did you buy one? Uh-uh. Well, buddy, you're going to get to try one. And the best part is this is king size. Which means you and I each have four wafers to try. So they're crisp wafers in blueberry muffin flavored cream. And let's just cover this real quick. You have two and a half servings in the container. So serving size is three fingers. That doesn't sound right at all. It's 160 calories in three wafers. Nine grams of fat. So there's three fingers right here. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um. Anyway, nine grams of fat, and we'll just kind of stop there because the rest of it's kind of boring. So, anyway, we'll crack open the blueberry muffin Kit Kat here. Dear God! Now, I will say the lady at the gas station was really uh, happy that I purchased this. Okay. Here, you want to take your hold on? Let me wafer. Oh God, they're a little soft. So, well, yeah, it's hot out. Yeah, you're gonna have to. Oh God! Go quick. This one. Sure. Oh, this is gonna be a mess. Just pull it. Tear it, pull it, however you can do it there. All right. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's definitely squishy. Tell me again, when did did this become a food review? It's a little little bit of uh, stuff I got off my finger there. We should have thrown this in the freezer first. Uh, You know, I didn't even think about it. Um, All right, so we got the Kit Kat. Mm. Everybody hates us so much for this. You know what? As advertised, it is blueberry. Mm-hmm. It's very sweet. Very, very sweet. Oh, it's pretty good. It is pretty good. I'm not getting the muffin. I'm getting the blueberry, I'm though. getting the blueberry hard. Yeah. But. Well, let's let's enjoy. We'll get into broccoli segment. Okay. Why don't we take this opportunity and go ahead and get into uh, Final Third Friday. Well, our man, Broccoli Rob. It's time for Final Third Friday with my man, Broccoli Rob. Hey, everybody. Rob here at Final Third Cigar. And I'm Isaiah. And today we're doing our next pairing. And we have actually two pairings today because they both have been fantastic. Absolutely. So we're starting off with the Knuckle Sandwich by Espinosa. This is the Maduro full-bodied cigar. It's got an Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with Nicaraguan binder and filler. Yeah. And this is the uh, Corona Gorda size. Yes. We're pairing that both with the final third, old-fashioned, and the barrel dovetail. Um, So Rob and I sat down to do these pairings, and we thought that they were both fantastic. Yeah. So with the old-fashioned, you're hitting all of the sweet notes. With the uh, barrel dovetail, you're hitting a lot more 
of what I would call the savory notes of yeah. whiskey and cigars, but in all honesty, it's not like you're eating a steak. Right. You're still getting the vanilla from the b- barrel dovetail and, and the Cabernet uh, notes. Yeah. But it's, it's not nearly as sweet as the old fashioned. Right. Both, both of them are pulling similar notes, but if you're, if you're more of a, you want more of the sweet notes, the chocolatey notes out of the cigar, you know, the old fashioned is the way to go. If you're wanting some more of the actual bourbon notes, the um, you know the citrusy notes, some yeah. of the other other notes out of the bourbon, you're going to get a good pairing both ways. Yeah. It just depends on what you like. Honestly, both of these are perfect pairings on their own. Yeah, absolutely. So my favorite pairing of the two is the uh, barrel dovetail from sip to sip to smoke. You're getting a lot of the more savory notes. It's pulling out a lot of the spice. From smoke to sip, you're you're getting a lot of the uh, the the rum notes that are in there because this is a finished product. Yeah, you're getting a lot of the vanilla. You're getting a little bit of the uh, dark fruit notes from the cabernet that's in there. Uh, if you uh, sip and then smoke on the retro hail, it's almost like corn. Like a corn tortilla. Yeah. Which I really I nice. enjoy. Yeah. Really nice. And I would say, honestly, the, the old fashioned is probably my favorite pairing of this yeah. one here. Because you're getting more of that chocolatey note. You're getting a lot of the cherry and the orange notes out of this. And that that chocolate and cherry, chocolate and orange goes nice together. Yeah. Um, you can't go wrong either way. Like I said, if you're looking for something a little bit sweeter, this is your pairing. If you're looking for something a little bit more in that bourbon world, definitely the barrel pairing is going to be the way to go. Yeah, absolutely. So with our old fashioned, since this is for the pulpit podcast, uh, our old fashioned is half ounce of simple syrup, three dashes of Angostura bitters, three dashes of orange bitters, two ounces of bourbon. Uh, we're using JTS Brown, though that is an Indiana, Kentucky exclusive, which is a uh, Heaven Hill Hunter Hunter Proof Bourbon. Yeah, we're stirring that in a glass before we dump it into a uh, into into the rocks glass that has a, a Luxardo cherry and an orange peel. Yeah, it. yeah, and it, it's it's really really tasty. It, the The one good thing about the Hunter Proof Heaven Hill product is. It's a perfect blend of a, or not blend, but a perfect bourbon for cocktails. Absolutely. It gives you, you still get the bourbon notes, but it's not like super hot or it's going to be leaning towards the bourbon. It's a perfect balance for the cocktail. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us for this short pairing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like like you said, with the with this one, you're getting like a lot of those chocolate notes. Yeah. The retro hair, you can get some of the pepper notes. Yep. If you want the pepper to pop more, you're going to go with the bourbon. If you want the pepper to kind of lean down a little bit and get more of the sweet with the chocolate and the vanilla or cherry and the orange, you definitely have to go with the old fashioned. Yep. We're going to have the pairing in here. For the next week, you get discounts on both these pairings. Yep. And uh, we will definitely have that in here for the next week. Yeah. You can find me on Instagram at the Whiskey Pastor. And yeah. I'm Isaiah. Yeah. And I'm Rob. And it, you can check me out on Instagram at Final Third Cigar or go on our website, finalthirdcigar.com, and find all the information you have there. So cool. So, Cheers. yeah. So, yeah. Thank you so much. And we will see you next week. Cheers. Cheers.
Well, all right then. Broccoli had a little bit to drink, but that's all right. You know, it's his segment. He can do what he wants. Well, it's just it's a review. Exactly. Um, but we're still enjoying the blueberry muffin Kit Kat. Mm-hmm. I'm double. I saw it because it's melting pretty good. I'm stretching mine out. It's actually, I'd eat this again. This is good. It's like white chocolate with blueberry flavor. I'm kind of afraid I'm going to get diabetes from this. This is really sweet. It is. Good, though. Yeah. It is good. I don't know how often I do it. I don't know if it's a, like on the regular kind of thing. It's a little too sweet Ooh. for on the regular. You know? Tasty, though. Uh, oh, to, you're out of beverage. Had to wash it down with a little tea from uh, my friendly neighborhood, Sonic. America's driving. If you were getting paid, it would make sense. <laughs> that was good. I'm going to have to relight my cigar, but that was good. You got to fake it till you make it, buddy. I did not have to relight my cigar. My cigar is smoking like a champ, kicking off a ton of smoke. Construction's been really good. Burn line's been a little uneven, but I think there's a breeze through yeah, we here. Got a, uh, there's actually quite, you could hear the wind in the microphone. Earlier. Which is kind of nice because it has been just beyond balls hot here mm-hmm. in St. Louis lately. Um, hot I was at, even for St. Louis. I was actually really worried about the prospect of uh, recording this with you today at the time that we're recording it. Because I was like concerned that it was going to be too damn hot out. You weren't cur- but, concerned uh, enough to get here on time. I was not concerned enough to get here on time. You're right. <laughs> Sleep took precedence. You walked right into that. Sleep took precedence. It's almost like for you me. wanted me to dog you. I, I, well, not really, but sleep took precedence for me. But that's all right, you know. I mean, I got to get some, some beauty rest. And uh, you, you might want to double down on that, brother. Hey, right. oh, they're on my opus band. Oh, bless it. Oh, so anyway, so uh, I don't get a lot of those. I don't want to blow away. No, yeah, I was, yeah. No, are you ever going to do your art? Maybe you really should do some. It's been so you have stressful just lately. A ton of time, and I need to just do it. I, would say I know that. W- well, I would contend that that would actually be a nice de-stressor. It would, but I have to be in the mood, you know, f- to do my art. Because you know, it's not just me slapping logos on. I actually put a lot of thought and work. Into I get that. it, but dude, I have a metric shit ton of bands at my house, yeah. ready and waiting for you. I just don't want to give them to you because I'm afraid they're going to get lost or thrown away. Yeah, and so I, I'm waiting, and I what have, I need to do, I have so many. I need to get those little those little bo- containers with the little separate boxes that you'd put jewelry mm-hmm. thing or whatever in. I need to separate all the bands up. That's one of the big things. We should and go to the container store. Love the container. I do store. love the container yeah. store. They have containers for everything. Are we getting paid by them too? No. That's just a free endorsement because I do love the container store. Mm-hmm. Like every time I go to it, I always think I'm going to get so organized and then I don't. Yeah. But I love the concept. Yeah. Like I look, I walk around there. And I'm like, oh my God, look at all the different ways I could organize my stuff. And then I just don't do it. Yeah. You but. know what I actually buy there? What? I buy my uh, big glass jars that I ferment in. Yes. They have those there. Yes. Yep. Yes. You got to make sure you don't want to get those from China because China glass, there's some lead issues you got to watch out for there. Mm. But yeah, so you got to make sure you get made in America stuff so you're not leaching lead into your ferments. America. Damn straight. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, 
What was that noise? Motorcycle. Oh, okay. Anyway, so... Uh, Did you think they were coming for you? I didn't know what that was. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is that? But anyway, so yeah, we... Uh, we, we ought to go to the container store and get you a little thing so you could organize your bands. Speaking of the container store, let's hear from My Monthly Cigars. What the fuck does My Monthly Cigars have to do with the <laughs> container store? <laughs> this would normally be the time that I give some information about My Monthly Cigars, but I've hired that out this week, so take it away. My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT. And get free shipping on your first box and 10% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code Pulpit. Thanks. Thanks. I was getting a drink from my tea. I'm sorry. A little noisy. Whatever. I yeah, and guys, don't forget about fucking good coffee, which I have in my Las Vegas mug. Oh, are you drinking some fucking good coffee right yeah. now? Las Vegas comes in with us. I had some Pulpit blend the other day. Did you really? It was delightful. Yes. I'm impressed because you don't make coffee. Did you actually use your coffee pot? No, we were over. I was over at Ginger's house and she oh, okay. made it. And uh, she had one of those, what is it, Nespresso? I don't know. She had something to like foam it up, like froth it up. I have one of those so, inside. So like she did the coffee and then she put the froth on the top and yeah. everything with the like It's milk, called an espresso With maker. the milk or something like that. And it was it was delightful. Yeah. It was super good. Yeah. I have an I have an espresso machine with a frother. I don't know. It was yeah, good. It's it, quite good. It was tasty. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, you got to watch when you do it the first time because yeah. you, you hit it too hard and you've got milk on your ceiling and everywhere. She made these delightful flapjacks. They were the, uh, what is it, Kodiak cakes? Oh, those are good. Um, but they were the kind, she put in some little like walnuts in it and then uh, some banana and whatnot. It was very tasty. It sounds it. It was good. It yeah. was good. And they were thick pancakes. Yeah, they're meaty. Those are meaty yeah, pancakes. They really right are. There. I'm like, I'm a damn, these are good. So I'm a, I'm a believer in Yeah, Kodiak, Kodiak cakes. ain't screwing around. No. And you just what? Add water, right? Yeah, I don't even think you put egg no, or anything you in just, them. No, you just add water and then they're good to go. So, yeah, I was impressed. I was impressed with the Kodiak cakes. Well, there you go. We're we're sponsoring so many things that aren't running ads. You know, I'm just I'm just throwing things out that I like just because they don't have to pay me just for me to talk about things that I like. I mean, but they a, can. In a perfect world, Kodiak cakes, Sonic, and you know, Container Store would all be paying us. But you know, it's it's not. Not yeah. happening right now. Yeah. But hey, you know, some people that are paying us that I like is uh, Jerry Tobacco. LED Damn Animal straight. Cigars. United Cigars. United Cigars. MyMonthlyCigars.com. Exactly. And Dan the Man. Dan the Man Ponder. At Riverman Cigar Company in St. Louis. Where you can get Aladinos and hopefully soon United Cigars. Really? I mean, I'm not putting them on the spot, but you know. There's Dan. Been, it's been some conversation. I'm not going to lie, conversation. that United Cigar that we smoked on the initial show for this to kick it off, uh-huh. that was a good stick. Uh-huh. I've had it before. I had. Here's the problem. I had it out at TPE. Yeah. I was probably six cigars in at that point. That's the problem with going to trade shows and smoking yeah. in general, is it takes something really special to punch through like all the cigars that yeah. you have at the trade shows. And... That's why, for me, the uh, All Saints Colorado yep. is just a fantastic cigar because, you know, when I look back at TPE this year, that's one of the ones that I distinctly remember smoking. Yep. And um, it was just a fantastic, fantastic cigar. Um, I'm trying to think of some other cigars that I had at TPE 
that stand out like really clearly. And I'll tell you um, one that stood out, and I don't even know if it ever made it to market. Was that that Newsboy cigar? Mm, I didn't smoke that. Oh, you didn't? But I, thought you did. uh, I still have mine. Okay, but I, I smoked will, mine. But I will say, I'm pretty sure that's from uh, uh, Tabacalera El Artista, and I'm pretty sure that I heard Garofalo mention that on the Cigar Authority that uh, it should be at PCA. Okay. This year uh, for orders. So um, that's one that I think uh, I don't I don't know. I mean, man, the price point on the thing, if they're able to keep it at that, it's all day. super low. All now, day. It's not a huge cigar, though, but, mm. you know, it's it's a good cigar for the price point And it's a good cigar for, you know, grass cutting and driving. Yes. And, you It'd know, be a fishing good road stick. It's a, it's a good really really affordable yeah. little cigar. So, um, I wonder if we have any listeners that smoke cigars while they're on their motorcycle. I don't I think that would be hard. I think that would be extraordinarily hard. Yeah. I wonder if they do it though. You know there's got to be some Harley guy out there chomping on a stogie. Mm. Maybe. You know what? That would be a great thing for you to call in and talk to us on the hotline. What's yeah. that number again, Nick? Area code 863 863- Eight seven four zero 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 zero, and I'll say, guys, are you going to chastise? I'm going to briefly chastise. Uh oh, here we are on the Friday show. We have no calls lined up for Ask the Boys for the Tuesday show, which we'll probably do on what Sunday or Monday? Uh, Sunday, likely, probably Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably Sunday. We need your calls, guys. We do need your calls because you know what? I mean, we gotta we gotta have it and. You know, you guys have been so great for the last month during this uh, little little fucking contest that we've had going on. And I don't know if that's the answer is that we need to bribe you with the prospect of getting free stuff or what. But, like, you guys have been really chatting this, helps. this month. And now all of a sudden when we're at the championship round of that and you guys are voting currently on the uh, Pulpit Parishioners group page – on Facebook, you know, now all of a sudden the, the phone line has gone gone quiet. So I mean, maybe they all shot the wad. I mean, I hope not. I mean, I would think that there'd be stuff to talk about. So, guys, call into the hotline. You know, talk to us a little bit. We we like hearing from you. We do. We do. We, we kind of get lonely without you. We do. I mean, I can, I can only talk to him so long. Yeah. So, make sure you call the hotline. <laughs> Speaking of talking to me for a long time. He called today, and I brought him in on a four-way phone call. Oh, he does this shit all the time. I'm like, sure we've talked about it. Yeah, I'm sure, where you bring people in, and it just becomes a party line. It, the, but, the beauty of it is, like today, I had I had a former politician that I know mm-hmm. who'd never been involved in one of these calls before, and finally she's like, well, guys, I have to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, love the awkward so much. Yeah, I mean, I've never met this woman before in my life. She's a sweetheart. She's a good. She's good people. And and you know, you're in the bathtub. And, well, uh, not today, but I have been before. Oh God! Yeah, I was sitting out here when we were talking. Earlier. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's at least better. You're not splashing around in the tub. Exactly. So, well, Nick, okay, so we mentioned the hotline, but as far as the socials, how do folks reach out to us? We're available on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit. We're also on Instagram at uh, Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. That's my page. We're on Facebook where we have Speaking of driving in boxer shorts, anyway. What? Naked Gator. 
Oh, yeah. And we're on Facebook with the uh, Cigar Pulpit Parishioners Group. So all you got to do is search for that and request to join if you're not a member. And I approve right away. And uh, then you can get in on that fun. And we like seeing pictures of what you're smoking. We like interacting with you on there. So, guys, don't be quiet. You know, post stuff. Yeah. There. You know, I mean, realistically, if it weren't for the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners Group, I wouldn't even be on Facebook anymore. So, you know, yeah. get, get in there and, uh, you know, have some fun. Um, you know, it's funny. Facebook did a thing to you and me both this week. We it got did. alerts saying that, um, what was it? The conflict. Yeah. Uh, the conflict tracking tools in the pulpit parishioners group have been activated yep. and that you and I, because we're both the admins would be alerted if there's a conflict. And I taking called Nick place. and I'm like, what is this bullshit? And what it, wh- I looked into it. And what it basically boils down to is Facebook is tracking the comments Ugh. to determine they're looking for keywords and they're looking for things to determine if there's a conflict taking place in the comment section on any of the posts in the parishioners group. And I turned it off. Yeah, good. And, and you know why I turned it off? Because we don't have conflicts in the parishioners group. So don't start any. Yeah, don't start any. But yeah. guy, but like realistically, like in all the time that we've been running that, nobody's ever gotten in a fight. Yeah. I mean, you guys have picked on us, and that's fine. You guys have well, had... We kind of throw ourselves out there for exactly. that. Exactly. I mean, you've had fun at our expense, and, you know, but you talk about cigars that you're smoking, you're talking about this and that, but nobody's been an asshole in that group, and yeah. I appreciate that greatly. And don't be, because we'll get rid of you. Quickly. Yeah. Ban hammer. Co- well, Ban hammer. Look, here's the bottom line. It, life is too short to put up with assholes, mm-hmm. and... I just I won't do it. I'll cut people like in an instant. If if you're not bringing something positive oh, to, the t- to the table, you know that is a butterfly. Yes, yeah, it, it, you so know pretty. if you're not bringing something positive to the table, they're then, drawn to uh, smoke. You know, see if I can get him to come over. At here. this point, you're going to get cut, and I would hope that you wouldn't get cut. I want him to come on the show. He's going to fly around over there. I don't. Come come oh, he might. He might. He might. He might have. Oh. He, maybe. Oh, oh, there he was. There he is. I saw him for a split second. They, there he goes. I love monarchs. Save um, the butterflies. But yeah, so don't be an asshole. But I don't think any of you are. Because if you're in the group, more than likely you're cool. Yeah. I mean, we, if you're we listen- good people. If you're listening to this, you're probably pretty There's cool. There's a couple of you that are a little wretched, but by and large. Wretched is not asshole, though. No, wretched is not you asshole. You and I are, at, uh, are wretched. Yeah. But I don't think we're assholes. Some people think I am. Well, they probably deserved it. Or I, you mean I did? Well, no. They, they think I'm an they asshole. They probably deserved you being an asshole to them is my point. In some cases. Yeah. I mean, I'm, a, I'm an asshole to you a lot. Uh, I don't really think you deserve it, but it's still fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's valid. We're also on Twitter where I don't do jack shit, um, except repost from Instagram. We're on YouTube where you can watch this wackiness, and you can see the monarch butterfly that just flew through. For a split second. For a split second. And then, as Jeff pointed out, we do need your calls. Ask the boys. Area code 863-874-0000. And as we finish up, I'm going to go rogue here. Um, oh, God. Nick's, Nick's not probably going to be mad at me. Um, and and not, not for what I'm going to say, but just the fact I brought it up at all, because we try to keep the show as positive as we can. I just want to say our thoughts and prayers are with all the folks up in Highland Park, Illinois. It's in northern Illinois. It's up on north of Chicago, but it is in our home state here. And we just want to give them a shout out. We're we're thinking about you guys. We're praying for you guys. I mean, I'm not 
upset that you did that. No, but you don't like you don't like me to bring up politics, and I just wanted well, to. I, I just, wanted to throw it out that way at least. It's just one of those things that, like, we don't. I don't know. There's been other events similar to that that we haven't acknowledged. But this and one's in so, our home state, and I think we should at is. least acknowledge it. Is it and, was uh, it was horrific, and you know it was during the celebration of America. And by God, we can't let one little fucking troll do that to us and steal our joy. Seems and like I'm whole, not going to let him. Seems like a whole family of assholes. The mom screaming at the cops. I saw. Have you seen that video? Nah, you sent it to me. But I, yeah. I here's the thing. I don't particularly. I, I care. I don't want to say I don't care. But like, I don't care about the minutia of just how horrible these people are. You know, yeah. if, does that make sense? It, it's like I care that it happened. I care that you know people, some people were hurt and killed. Yes, and you know that. But some contrition take place. on their part, not but not um, what they're 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 reacting very oddly to this. Well, more than likely because they're just as culpable. I mean, let's be real. Shit like this doesn't just happen in a vacuum. You know, but they can say all day long there were no warning signs. There were tons of warning signs. From maybe this guy. maybe the mural he drew on the mom's house. I was going to say this guy was a piece of shit. And, you know, you, you, you can't say there were no warning signs. Yeah, there's always warning signs. It's just maybe people aren't paying attention or they're dismissing something as, oh, that's not a big deal or well, something like that. But there's always warning we, signs. We've gotten to the point in our society. If you remember after 9-11, it was- Well, was, you are see, deciding to do this, aren't you? I knew. I knew you were going to do that. There were war- Okay. After 9-11, the, the slogan was, if you see something, say something. And we've got to the point now in our society, if you see something, you can't say something because that, that automatically, people attack you. Well, yeah, because they're living their truth. Yeah. 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 Well, this kid's truth shouldn't have been lived. Anyway, I'll leave it at that. There you go. Yep. Sorry right. to end. Sorry to end on that, but again, guys, our thoughts and prayers are with the folks up there. Um, it was a traumatic event, and it should have never happened. It's true. Yeah, never should have happened. Well, um, I'm down to the end of my Padron Black. I'm down to the end of my. I always Opus get X. so sad when I'm down to the end. Toast of, across America, baby. I'm always so sad when I get down to the end of this cigar. But you know what? The beauty of it is what you've got another cigar. You can huh. smoke another cigar today. I, I do, but I don't have another one of these. It's true. That's the, you know what? And that's the problem with these rare cigars like mm-hmm. that. You know, you have, you, you know, you have these people, there are people, consumers, you know, I'll, I'll call them very affectionately. I don't want to make this sound like it's, uh, you know, a negative cigar nerds. Yeah. You know, that go out of their way searching for the really rare stuff and things like that. Which, and, by the way, if you're searching, you can find at uh, Dan's shop. Dan has some good rare cigars. Well, yeah, but I don't know if he has any more CRA packs. He might. Yeah, but he's got other good rare cigars there. Well, yeah, but I'm speaking specifically about this one. But whatever, you know, I mean, he might. So, you know, make sure you call him and yeah. see. Um, but uh, I will say the uh, the whole hunt you know, I, I get it. I'm a I'm a nerd. I'm a collector. I, I you know, granted, not necessarily cigars, but like, you know, I have my my nerd hobbies and my collections and things of that nature. So I understand being on the hunt for something rare and finding it and feeling special that you have something that you know only a very limited number of people. Well, have. you're big on that with like comic book collectibles and things. Precisely. Yeah. But the thing is, with cigars, you know. 
I, I kind of look at it the same in that, like, with a comic, you know, I'm not the kind of guy that gets it, slabs it, and it's, like, preserved and, and never touched. I mean, I read it. Like, my, yeah. I have what I call reader copies that, you know, like, I get it out and I read it. I have comics that are worth lots of money yeah. that I have read because, you know what? They're there to be read. They're there yeah. to be enjoyed. In this case, talking about cigars, they're there to be smoked and enjoyed. Yes. You know, the effort has been put into coming up with the blend, coming up with the flavor notes, yep. taking the cigar and making it something special. And when you have a rare cigar and you don't smoke it, I feel like you're doing it a disservice. But the problem that I have with that is when you smoke it, it's gone. With my comic, it's there. I can read it again, yep. whatever I want. It's there for me to enjoy for the rest of my life, you know, and all that. With a cigar, you get that hour, yep. hour plus, whatever, out of it. And that's it. But it, sometimes that hour is done. all it takes. It's worth that hour. But what if you want it again? Now yeah. you have to go through that hunt again. And I, in some cases, that's not an easy thing to do. On the 4th of July, I'm going to side with you here. I pulled out a 2006 Macanudo mm -hmm. that I have saved since 2006. I believe it's Macanudo. I'm pretty sure. I'd have to go and look, but double check. But it had the metal band on it. I bought it, uh, I think, out of Diebel's. Okay. And it, I, I, I think that's where I got that one. But I pulled it out. I took the metal band off. You know, it looked like, a, for, for goose hunters out there, it looks like, you know, the old school metal, like, goose bands kind of thing. Okay. But it's a metal band on the cigar. It's really cool. I pulled it out, and I sat there, and I looked at it, and I sat there, and I looked at it, and I put it back. And I, it's still in my humidor. I couldn't bring myself to smoke it. See, I, I just, they're yeah. there to be enjoyed. And so my problem with the rare cigars like that is when you come out with like a limited edition rare thing, and let's be real, we were talking about the Fuente Padron collaboration yep. in the beginning of the show. I don't believe that's going to be a regular occurrence. I'm sure it's going to be a limited edition thing. Oh, one and out, it's yeah. going to come out, and that'll be the end of it. You know, I just, I those kind of things kind of make me sad because you know you know that they're going to be difficult, if not impossible, to track down again. And but that's why in in those cases I try to buy at least two, one I can smoke and then one I can hold on to and smoke later. But my whole contention is that you ought to try and find. I'm not saying you shouldn't smoke a rare cigar once in a while, but I try and find cigars that are readily available, so that if I like it, I can go and get it again and yeah. again and again and again and again, and. It's just one of those things. I like I like the uh, more available now with, products. with my two thousand six. Okay, yeah. Realistically, how long is that cigar going to be good for? Mm. That is a valid point because I don't know when. Like, what's what? When does it go past its like board on date kind of thing? And that does happen. It does. You know, if you push a cigar too long, it loses flavor, becomes you know less and less, and eventually you're smoking air. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. And with a light, I'm assuming it's probably a fairly light cigar is, to begin yes. with. You may be past the board on date with that one. So you may want to just go ahead and smoke oh, it. Oh, man. You know, I've got a box of those Perdomo firecrackers uh, from a couple years ago that they came out with. And um, when I met Nick Perdomo, 
That would have been September of... Was that 21? I think it was September of 21. Yeah. That I met him down in Memphis when I drove down that day. I mentioned to him that I still had some of those. And he was like, smoke them. And I'm like, why well, I, I am, but I'm kind of spaced them out. He's like, no, 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 smoke them. He said, we aged them already. He's like, yeah. they're aged, they're ready, they were ready to go when we sold them. He's like, at this point, you know, the longer you last with them, he's like, the, they're going to start to lose their potency over time and yeah. everything. So he's like, smoke them, smoke them. I tell you what. And you, I still have some. You, so Dave has talked me into this. I am going to save that cigar, that Macadudo. I'm gonna. It's either 2006 or 2007. I'd have to look at the band again. Okay. But that being said, I'm gonna smoke that on my birthday, coming up here mm. in August. So I will save it till my birthday, and I will smoke it. It'll be my celebratory cigar for 53 years on this, you know, little little globe circling the planet or circling the sun. The rock hurtling through space, yes. as everybody's been referring to it lately. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you notice I called it a globe, not a square. Well, yeah. I'm not, I sent you I'm a, not video, a flat earther. I sent you a video earlier today disproving the flat earth theory. Did you really? Yeah, it's funny <laughs> that you say that because, like, it was a video of these flat earthers trying to prove it. And it was like, you know, if he holds the light right at 17 feet, no, we'll be able to see it. That's in that documentary. And he, yeah. And, yeah. He, and he couldn't do it. So he's like, hold the light up higher. And when he did, then he could see it. And he's like, uh, oh, oh. It completely, you know, completely proved disproved their yeah. theory. I thought it was great. But no, you're, yes, good. You should smoke that because. My God, dude, I'm trying to think. You That'll know, be my birthday cigar. My first, my very, very, very first cigar. Before you knew me. Before I knew yep. you. It would have been 2004. My buddy Carl and I were on the beach in Fort Lauderdale. We were down having drinks and hanging out at some of the bars and nightclubs down in Fort Lauderdale. We were out on the beach. We went to a little quick stop, and we bought two cigars in tubes, and I'm Feeling like they're probably Monte Cristos. Yeah. Monte Cristos and tubes. And he and I stood on the beach at night and lit up these cigars and had a cigar on the beach. And I had never had a cigar before. And then I had I had that. I had one other one when he and I went golfing one time. And then it was all the way until July of 2018 when yep. you and I had one out in, well, we bought them in Vegas and then came home. But, um... I'm trying to think. That would have been 2004. So that means that this cigar that you've got is maybe only two or three years past the date of like when I had my first cigar. Yep. So, I mean, that's a long time for that thing to be sitting around in somebody's humidor. Yeah. So you probably ought to go ahead and smoke that here soon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So. My birthday. There we go. August 21st. Well. For those of you sending gifts. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Well, I got to give up the ghost on the uh, Padron Black there. It's This Opus X has been great. And again, it comes to us from the CRA pack. <coughs> Guys, join me. If you're not a member of CRA, sign up. I'm signing up. Look, they're doing good work. They are. They've done great work on this court case. Still miles to go before they sleep, but, you know. They've done great work, yeah. and uh, they're keeping our bacon out of the and fire. And let's be so real, just because everything goes, even if everything goes perfectly our way, and the judge vacates the uh, the rule and everything like that, it can always flare back up again. You know, with an act of Congress. So kind of like herpes. You know, yeah, you got to It's an ever vigilant kind of thing. So government just, herpes. So just because you know it maybe goes our way this time. 
we're not out of the woods. So you got to maintain that CRA membership. Yep. You got to maintain that 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 level of commitment because you know you never know when uh, when the Karens are going to come after us again. So amen. You know whatever, but fucking Karens. Anyway, well guys, sorry the, if your name's actually Karen. I apologize. Unless you're a bitch, <laughs> in which case, fuck you, Karen. <laughs> um. Anyway, well, this has been a sermon. This has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. God, that's annoying. <sighs> I'm out of tea. That's. I'm well aware. I'm going to need another tea. I was looking for my salt gun to shoot you, but it's not within reach. I'm going to need another tea here soon. It's hot out. Drinking like Drinking like a camel. Do camels drink a lot when it's hot out, or do they just maintain the water flow in their their hump? I don't think that's actually accurate. I thought they stored water in the humps. I, I think that's a wife's tale. That's what I always heard. Yeah, that's what they say. But you know, they can go a long time, yeah, without liquid somehow. But yeah, but like, I don't think it's actually in the hump. So if they, I die, don't think the humps are just big so water if you're baffles. Out in the, if you're out in the like desert and you've got your camel and the camel finally you know kicks the bucket, you can't just slice open the hump and just like consume water out of the hump. Oh my god! Thought it was like a canteen, like a built-in canteen. No. No. Okay. All right. No. Bye, guys.